Are you the kind of gal who isn't interested in how things used to be in the hair industry, who wants to hear from ladies who are paving their own way while making waves? Well then, She Makes Waves is for you. So today I'm going to talk about what happens when you make changes to your business and you start to wonder if you're complacent or you feel like, am I not giving this my all anymore? When really what's happening is that you're confusing contentment for complacency. And I know that I have made changes over the last year and a half to my business that I sometimes feel like now I'm not maybe giving my business the same kind of, you know, gusto I was giving it before. But what I'm starting to realize is that I found such a healthier way to do it that I sometimes misinterpret that for not doing enough. And I think that this is something that a lot of us can fall into if, if for years we ran our business in a way that didn't really serve us. And I think that another point I really want to talk about today is it's what got us to where we are. So I think that sometimes it can be a really odd, strange feeling. And I know I feel that way for myself. Like now that I have prioritized myself and I have weekends off and I'm really proud of all that, but I'm also really proud about the part that got me here. And sometimes it feels weird to view it so differently. And I want to really just talk about how that's okay. It's okay to, to, to have this new season of your career feel different. It's not a bad feeling. I think it's just sometimes we would check in with ourselves and say, am I struggling with how much ease I've put into this? And I think that, you know, giving yourself permission to have it not be so hard because for years, you know, and you're like the grind got you good, you know? So there's a, a huge, for me, appreciation for how hard I worked. And I don't know if I always talk about that because a lot of the focus on this show is kind of like taking back your personal life, taking back the parts of yourself that you've lost over the years. But I think a huge appreciation needs to be there for who the person had to be to get you here. Because I I heard something recently where it's like, I don't know, I guess one of my trigger things right now is when people are kind of like, well, must be nice. And I don't know if that's some, I've just, you know, you hear people when you do have the schedule that people admire, or you do have the things that someone else goes, God, I would love to have that. And, you know, it's like, that's all their stuff. But a lot of times we like really take it on. But those people, I don't know if along the way, I think people do know how hard I've worked, but I don't think people have seen how hard it was on parts of my life or how hard it was on just the exhaustion level. And it was a lot of times I didn't even know it was. So how could other people? But I think the grind got me good 
and I'm grateful for it. And I think one thing else that got me really good, which continues to be something that I appreciate about myself is my consistency. I'm really consistent. I show up consistently. I perform consistently. And that can be kind of an autopilot that I just like go on. And that that is awesome. But I I think that there's no glory in the grind, as they say. And I know for myself, it's just one of those things where it's just appreciating how far you've come because I feel like we're a lot of us, when you work for yourself, you're kind of hard on yourself. And I think just appreciating that and looking back and starting the side of my journey and appreciating like there were 10 years there where it was hard. And I think I want to make sure that that gets across because it's not like I'm just walking my dog and Instagramming photos of the two of us. You know, it's like there's been years of kind of compromising my personal life, compromising my personal time. And I feel like I'm in this new phase where I I need to just have compassion for who I am today and, you know, the people that upset me with the kind of like the, you know, you have a nice thing going here. They didn't see the hardships and being okay with that. And I know as a woman not feeling that I have to give an explanation for why I'm putting myself first and that, you know, just showing people that, by putting myself first, you can get on board or not, but the, sh- the ships leave in the station. So trains leave in the station. And that's a really good feeling. I feel like it's kind of how true confidence is built. And I think that's what I'm doing right now is really getting comfortable doing what's right for me because I'm not going to lie that it still feels very uncomfortable to say that's what you want, but that won't work for me. So I'm going to do this. Or, you know, someone said, you know, your schedule is really hard for me. And sometimes I think we can be a scapegoat for people's frustrations and things like that. And I said, yeah, I totally get that. And I've gone ahead and I have a a bunch of clients I'm recommending to people that I really trust I think are awesome. And if you would like to do that, we can, we can, I would be happy to give you that information. No, no, no. But I feel... I want to shut things down quicker because I got one life to live. And I think it just accommodating everyone only got me so far. And if I have to let you down to show it for me, that is something I need to just really start owning more. And I think I am, but I have compassion for myself because I think our whole lives were anticipating what other people want, at least, you know, with my upbringing, that's kind of what, what I did. So I don't know. I think I just, I'm stopping to the side and going, wow, a year ago, you work Saturdays. A year ago, you squeeze people in. A year ago, you had two people working for you. A year ago, you were doing things outside of what was best for you. A year ago, And I think that like maybe this last quarter of the year, it'd be kind of a cool practice for all of us to 
just appreciate how far we've come because I do sometimes think that having my new schedule, my new outlook, my new mindset, I sometimes think that I misinterpret that for maybe being lazy, but I know that that's not what I am. I know that, you know, on my days off, I'm obsessed with just like, how can I make my business better? It's not like I'm any less into it. I think it's that I've diversified my life and I think that it can be a strange feeling and I don't want to, you know, I'm going to sit in it. You know, it's so easy when you're uncomfortable with something to be like, okay, fill the space, work that extra day. But what I'm trying to do is sit in that discomfort of contentment because I think that as much as this is what I wanted and this is how I wanted my career to feel, I never had it before. So now that I'm sitting in it, it's not like, oh my God, I've never looked back. It's like, I sometimes question myself still and that's okay. I think, you know, it's just human. But I think that like when you've done something your whole life and you start saying like no to assholes, it's still a strange feeling. And I think that there maybe isn't enough focus on that. And I think, you know, it's kind of like with the, you know, no more grinding, I don't know that we focus enough on the fact that everyone saying that has killed themselves for 12 to 14 years. And when we focus on, you know, work-life, you know, flow or balance, we don't necessarily talk about the shit storm that got you there. But I think that in talking about that, it kind of frees us all up to be like, okay, there's nothing wrong with me. And... I think that it doesn't mean because you prioritize yourself and you do things that honor you that it's easy, you know, because in a lot of ways, my life was easier in some ways before just, it was harder, but easier, right? Like someone wants you to do something, you have a client that's like, stay late, do this. You're like, in a lot of ways in the moment, it was so much easier than like being like, that won't work. You know, just it's getting easier, but you know, but then on the other side of it, it was so much harder because then you had to walk the walk, you had to stay the extra whatever hours, you had to do this, and I don't know, it's 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 strange, you know, how things change, and I guess one thing I'm trying to do is just like not hold on to people or things, and that doesn't mean like I'm like throwing everyone away. It's it's more acknowledging that holding on to things or making things work or muscling them for the moment just delays the inevitable. So I got to be willing to lose things or lose people because if not, then then I'm clinging to things that aren't for me or things that were meant to fall away. And as I learn to love myself more, I'm learning that I have to be okay with people not going on the next part of my journey with me. And I think that for me, a big part of how I ran my business was not wanting to lose anyone, wanting to keep everyone together, like this safety that I felt 
even when, in on all honesty, some of the people really didn't make me feel good. I just wanted to keep us together. And I think that that is one of those things where it's like, why was I working so hard to make things that if I were being honest, I didn't care if they work, work? I Yeah, that that's something I'm still sitting with. And I think that goes back to just wanting to be good, wanting to be liked, wanting to be loved. But I think that realizing that just really like you cannot have everyone on board ever. And in, in getting everyone on board, what does that do to you? Like who do you, what do you have to do to get everyone on board? I mean, contort your body into a very odd shape. So I think that just like this willingness to free yourself of the burden of making everyone else okay and being able to say, I'm not responsible for you. I'm responsible for me. I want to be kind. I want to be someone that treats other people with just so much love and respect, but that it's really not up to me to set my life and business up to just solely support you. If the way that my business continues to evolve and grow, continues to work for you, awesome. If it doesn't, then that's the choice you have to make. But I think so often we'll try and make the decisions for people. Like I love something that Megan Diaz says is, you know, if, if there's a service or something that we're no longer enjoying or, you know, a lot of times I think we take this responsibility of like, I got to tell people I'm not doing this anymore. When she has this really cool perspective of what if you just charge for what you felt really good about being compensated for the service. And then when you did the service, you felt great about it. But why is it that we are so quick to tell other people, like, we'll, we got, we'll take the hit. Like, I'll, I'll have the hard conversation. I'll do it. Like, it's that people pleaser disease to please that we, that we a lot of us have that, that initially makes you so good. And... Then it slowly chips away at you personally. And I don't want that for other people. And a lot of times when I say to myself, I don't have that expectation of my color is Brittany. I don't. I got an email the other day. It's just a great example. It says Brittany's really excited about her new schedule. I didn't know Brittany's schedule before. I still don't know what's different about it. All I know is that when I go online, she's there when I schedule that appointment. Beyond that, it's not really, I don't feel my business when she works. And so like when I kind of go, wow, like I don't have these expectations of other people. Am I fabricating that people have expectations for me? And, 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 and some people we know do, but why do we focus on the four people that bug the shit out of us? Like, why wouldn't we focus on the 150 people that, like, love our vibe and who we are and what we do? It is the damnedest thing. But I'm here to tell you that when I look at things from the perspective I have towards other people, it's got no attachment to, like, how they live being right for me. And so... 
that that frees me. It continues to be something that frees me up from this sense of responsibility or sense of obligation to show up as I've always showed up. Because, hey, Brittany, do you. Like, cut a day. I, honest to God, I don't know what's different about your schedule. You know? I mean, it looks looks kind of similar to what I remember it being from what I even know. But I think just that should give you like permission if you need it to take the space to figure out what would be the best schedule, what's going to be the best way for you to show up because no one cares. Yeah, that's what I'm going to end with. As crazy as it sounds, honest to God, I don't think anyone legitimately cares. And that should be a huge weight off your shoulders because everyone's doing them. And so to not do you is just such a disservice to really everyone because when you have the mental space to show up and do what you're doing in a capacity that only you can do it in, the world wins. And we want people to put out into the world the gifts that they were here to do. And so when you bog yourself down behind the chair, which a lot of that's our shit, we're not able to do that. And like, how sad is that? So it's kind of just flipping the script and looking at it from another perspective and just at this last quarter of the year, looking at how far we've come and having an appreciation for all the little wins we've had this year and kind of reconfiguring Fiending and saying, what is the last quarter going to look like? How am I going to end this year? And it's like, okay, I want to make scrubs for my clients at Christmas this year. Okay, I want to like have a plan for that. I want it to be, I want to feel like this. This is what I want to do. And giving ourselves the space and time to be able to do that because we're worth it. (laughs) 